Wee doggies. Yay! Yay! Have you re- recovered from Oktoberfest yet? Uh, yeah, nothing's broken. Uh, no major bruising. Uh, didn't need any uh, major o- overhaul of fluid. So yeah, doing okay. Yeah, yeah. No uh, hug patrols or anything gone awry? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. I, you know, it's how often... It's, it's funny how often that that comes up in my memories of how I was almost consumed by our Sarlacc pit um, under a large blanket. So, Well, I mean, that's a story for your kids someday. No, no. That was like a couple of like bits of advice that I had gotten done, gotten early from people was like, don't go out and plan on meeting anybody that says they're listening to you and don't ever, 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 ever let somebody else have the microphone when you're talking. <clears throat> I learned, yeah. learned that yeah. one the hard way working downtown, but not so much in radio actually. But I had an idea um, speaking of advice, okay, would be what was the most just talking about advice in, in general? What's some unsolicited advice that you've gotten over the we're older and wiser now, but that has turned out to be true. Oh, uh, one piece I heard back in my college days was don't fuck anybody you, you don't want to share a kid with. Ooh, yeah. Over the years, the, the things I've seen certain family members go through and other friends go through, I'm like, yeah, that was a good piece of advice. Yeah, the first one that always comes to mind to me is buy a plunger before you need a plunger. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. But I it, threw it out to some of our Twitter followers here. I don't know what this one means. Um, don't trust all-purpose glue. I can only assume that that came from some kind of a glue accident or like one of those, uh, yeah, that'll hold and then it doesn't kind of things. Well, I think all purpose glue, I think like Elmer's glue. I guess. Not not like some sort of hardcore epoxy or like gorilla glue because that shit's hardcore. Yeah, like the news stories about that girl who put gorilla glue in her hair and then had to shave it off. But yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like if you're gonna go that route, it was something dumb was gonna happen anyway. Oh yeah, that's an understatement. Got to think of other good unsolicited advice because some of these aren't the best. Well, the never, old classic: don't shit where you eat. Never get involved in a land war in Asia. <laughs> God, that was that was uh, um, what the hell? Uh, Princess Bride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, never get into a death duel with a Sicilian, something like that. I'm also like a big believer in telling people that, you know, if I were to give somebody advice that your heroes don't necessarily need to be like the super hardworking guy. Your hero should probably be the person that has worked the least and managed to come up with the most. The problem is you get a lot of dirt bags now that the the term influencer drives me absolutely insane. Oh, Jesus, yeah. It's, I'm amazed at how far people will go not to get normal jobs. 
Yeah, I don't know if I could ever call myself an influencer with a with a straight face. I know it's what people want to attain to. You know, it's like monkey see, monkey do. They see other people do, and it's like, well, I could do that too, and someone could pay me for that. And then they end up doing porn. You saying that's a next step in your career decisions? Oh God, no! There's 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 not enough fetishists out there that want to see me do anything. Yeah, you wouldn't. You know, I don't know. Not enough to make any real money. What's the? It's if it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't mean it's going to be like popular. I mean, you know, if I had the money, there was just this story about a, a teacher that got busted because her students found her OnlyFans account or parent several parents had. Yeah. But she said she was pulling down an extra ten thousand dollars a month for doing stuff with her husband, like doing your stuff you're yeah. already going to do. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd be above that. I just know that no one right now wants to see this. Now that's why you should wear a wig and use a different name. Yeah, like my site would be like Hot Mask Cam or something like that. You know, it's it's one thing I I heard years ago is like, with stripping, you can walk away from it. With porn, it's with you forever. Because once it's on the internet, it's like girls sending nudes. Well, look at the fappening. All those famous Hollywood starlets sending naked shit to their boyfriends, girlfriends, producers, whatever. And they didn't expect all that shit to get hacked and released out on the internet. Yeah, that's why all my mind only exists in Polaroid form. Yes, there you go. That's why I should bring back the Polaroids. It's you more gotta, personal that way. You gotta waggle that photo around for a while while you decide if it's really something you want to give to somebody else. It makes you think about it a little bit more. Cut it up into shreds, whatever. When, when you when you see that picture that you thought was excellent of your of your dong slowly materializing in front of you, and then you think, yeah, I could do better. See, that's the thing is being a, a photog too. I'm always big on the, the lighting and you know the actual aesthetics of the shoot that I don't think I'd ever actually get anything. By the time I finished and actually sent the picture to whoever had requested it, I think they would have already logged on to somebody else. I'm still thinking about buying AmishOnly.com, though. You sure it's still available? Usually people snap up that stuff. I don't know, but I it probably is now, now that we're going to mention it, but... I mean, the thing about, like, the Amish is, like, you, you're pretty safe in them not suing you. Although you might have some children of the corn experience later on. Time for the harvest. Yeah, I wonder if any of the people that were asked at one point to help further the Amish uh, cause as far as, you know, when they actually would hire people to uh, father children if they've ever like had a knock on their door <laughs> hey brother Zeke brother Zeke remember that time that you and my mom got busy under a sheet or over a sheet I'm, I'm pretty sure they would not go looking for their their donors yeah I wouldn't want to risk it though I'd still probably leave the country just to be safe well it depends if the family actually tells said kid that you were a donation baby. It's not like normal American culture where all the sperm donor moms are trying to find siblings for their kid and then they find out there's 75 of them. Yeah, it was, 
I remember when a neighbor kid found out that that he and his sister were adopted. And my first thought, even at that age, being like grade school, was, "Thank God you're not actually. Your parents are fucking weird. Like, you <laughs> you got an out." Let's see here. You got an out? Well, you you can you can say that like all the weird stuff that your parents are you know doing has nothing to do with you. Hey, fair enough. In general, learn how to take a twenty-minute power nap without embarrassment. Huh. Oh God. Usually when I want to. Time I want to take a power nap is like when I'm stuck in traffic someplace. I start nodding off. I've been getting this really weird thing lately where I drink an entire coffee pot full of coffee and then I go back to bed. Not sure what the hell that's all, but if I didn't have to pee every five minutes, it would be the the perfect antidote to my sleep issues. I knew an old art teacher where he said he could drink a pot of coffee and go right to bed because he just pounded coffee all day, every day. And it's like anything. You don't need it to rev yourself up. You just need it to function. You know, it's kind of like being a junkie. You know, it's like you don't use the junk to get high. You just do it to get stabilized. Here's one that's, and this, I can't argue with this at all. No, you don't want to know if, you don't want to know how many people she's been with. She slash he. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, people's just innate jealousies are always going to, like, fuck shit up. That goes to my don't ask, like, you know, questions you don't really know that you're prepared to get the answers for. Yeah, you know, I've, you know, she starts listing off names, and these are all people that are really in your close personal circle. Like, wait, my brother? Oh, my cousin? Yeah, that's the problem with being in a smallish town right now. Is yeah. everybody knows every every everyone else, so it's oh, God, yeah. it's not it's not easy to misbehave as much as I'd like to. Let's see. Oh, Jesus, I know. You know, I just you know it would be nice to kind of like run away and infect some other gene pool with my, my madness, but maybe it's just safer if I stay here. Oh my God. You will probably never feel like exercising. Do it anyway. Oh, that's very true. That checks out. If I can make it through the first 10 minutes or so, then I'm usually good for the the rest of the session. But getting myself to that point where the recliner doesn't seem like as good of an idea anymore is the tough part. I don't know. I just I need some sort of mental stimulation. When I had my treadmill at home that I was using, I usually like have to have the radio on or have a book with large print to read as I'm doing my mile or so. I was a big fan of watching NCIS, the old old ones. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because about the time that I was ready to die, they were about ready to serve uh, solve the mystery. Yeah, that'll kind of perk you back up. It's like I have to know how it ends. How do you deal with people that give you unsolicited advice? Oh, boy. Well, Walk it depends away. if it's actually useful. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the kind of guy now that I straight up don't care as much anymore yeah. where I'll just walk off. Like, like if a conversation is that boring, you're like, eh, eh, bye. 
either that or you know oh here's another another tip that everybody can use at least once is no one's ever going to question diarrhea ever jesus have you ever used that excuse and been questioned why the, the reason you have to run away mm-hmm. um no no you just say something like i gotta shake hands with a man and like okay you go luck with that I've used the I really can't shit in other people's houses excuse before. Like yeah, I was yeah. I was fine with telling them that I had to take a shit, but I wasn't fine with telling them what actually doing it in their house. Yeah, I'm kind of a home pooper too. Yeah, but, home base is, is definitely I mean that's the first thing you do after a long vacation too is Oh god, I've I've a nephew. He used to like stop at my mom and dad's house just to take a shit in the basement bathroom. And, I mean he would just come in, hey I'm here to poop. And then he go downstairs, and then like at one point, my dad had one of those um, those raised seat things that go on the toilet. Oh yeah. And my my nephew's quite tall, you know, so he liked being higher up. So then he started using the upstairs bathroom so he could poop on Grandpa's uh, plastic throne lifter. Well, and yeah, you get those so in a, if you fall asleep or something like that, your legs don't go numb, and they don't have to call the EMTs to pull your ass off the toilet. Well, that if you don't have the abdominal and back strength to, like, raise yourself up from the sitting position. But, yeah, I just goofy little bastard just thought that was so amusing to use Grandpa's shitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, was, he was bent out of shape when they moved to the apartment. At least he didn't upper deck them. I don't think he knows that concept, which is probably for the best. Then usually if he had to come in for a poop, he didn't have time to dick around. He needed to get that turtle head was probably coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I know a certain person who can't be bothered to go into a bookstore or anything like that without crop dusting and or at least pooping there. Crop dusting? Nice. Yep. Crop dusting is kind of an underrated sport. I actually was I was in lacrosse actually Saturday? I don't know. We were in the middle of a project in Sparta after Sparta's like weekend fest was not much to be to be desired. You could tell everybody was still hung over from Oktoberfest yet, but yeah. Um Yeah, I don't even know where I was going. Oh I was in oh I crop dusted the hell out of uh, Home Depot. And I was quite proud of it actually. See, probably nobody could notice between the smells of wood and paint and vulcanized rubber and all the other smells you get in most big stores like that. Yeah, when I worked a seasonal job at Target, I had designated places in the store where I went to go let loose. And there's few things worse than that feeling of when you see a person walking towards you and you're in the middle of like lo- losing some pressure. Oh, God. You're like, well, I really hope your question's short, lady, because this is this is gonna be coming back at you faster than it's coming at me. God. Mm. Know when to keep your mouth shut. Eh. Anytime I watch a show like Cops, and I see somebody talk themselves into a ticket. Oh yeah. You know, the cop's like, yeah, I'm going to let you go. And the guy's like, hey, hey, what about that uh, meth pipe that I left in the back? Is that okay? Um, Yeah, you're coming with us now. <laughs> the same goes for staff meetings. Don't ever speak up or volunteer for anything. You're only going to pay for that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just think if they start talking about committees, it's time to hit the road. Yeah. Just because you're good at your job doesn't mean you should ever volunteer for more work. <laughs> Especially if you have lazy coworkers and or lazy bosses. Yeah, but I have a feeling there's probably a reason they get into this industry for that. I always think back to like the, you know, the radio days, because that's what we do. We look back at the past. And, you know, I think about like the crazy stuff that we tried to do to like add to our shows or the charity stuff we come up with, like living on the roof. And nobody else in the building was doing that. The old jocks weren't doing stuff like that. You know, and the other stations with the younger jocks, they weren't, they didn't give a shit. They just there to punch a clock. But here's us up on a freaking roof. You know, trying to raise money and food for the hunger task force, and everyone else is like, "Good job, guys. We're glad it's not us." I'm like, okay. Well, I, I had, you know, you had to know too that unless we just took over and did things ourselves, nothing was ever going to get done. No, God, no. I, I'm to this day, I'm always surprised when somebody actually comes through and says that they're, you know, they do something they say they're going to do. And I think that's freaked people out before where I've been like, really? You just, you actually showed up? Wow. Okay. Remember remember the old Lebanese chef I used to work for? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it was his birthday today, right? Yep. Yep. Turned 80. Somehow he's still alive. God knows how. Full of bear meat. It certainly wasn't full of, it wasn't because of healthy living. Is he still smoking like a train? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My clothes still smell like smoke. Um... <laughs> Well, I went in there and I visited with him for about half an hour, which is mostly just me nodding my head as he's telling story after story after story and going on about all of his aches and pains and stuff, as old people do. And occasionally I'd I'd throw in some bit about, like, old stories or old adventures we've had or dishes that we used to like to eat. But anyways, uh, the point is, like, he was always very literal stuff. So if you said, hey, I'll see you later... He expected you to call him relatively soon to set up a visit. Not really just acknowledging it as just a figure of speech. I hate when people be like, hey, how you doing? And they keep walking away. Yeah, like I'm, I don't know. Like I, I'll ask the question to be polite, but most of the time I don't really care. I'll go, I'll go ahead and admit that I'm that like I've been the polite hey how's it going and I'm already checked out or when I start a new job and you ask somebody what their name is and five minutes later you've forgotten it that's why they wear name tags yeah I don't think it's because I'm that bad of a listener I think it's because I really don't care very much anymore this is the super hot chick (laughs) how's your mom doing by the way oh fine fine it's amazing how many people ask about my mom, Dick. <laughs> Don't hit on your coworkers' moms. Well, maybe they appreciate it. I think she did. You're just, you're just too late, you know. And an old man has swept her off her feet. Yeah, I can't compete with old man energy too. They know their time is short. Yeah, I'm thinking he's going to outlive her. So, oh boy. Old farmer, healthy living. He's not one of those crippled up old farmers either. He's actually in really good shape because towards the last part of his life, as his former previous wife passed away from cancer, you know, they started eating really healthy, exercising, and he kept doing that after she was gone. So for a guy who's 83, 
he's actually pretty spry. He's not all curled up like a dried up leaf. There's probably another good lesson in there too. It's uh, if you're ever asked by your significant other, like if he or she would pass away, would you want them to like get married or date again? Yeah, you don't want to give that answer, and you don't want to get that answer either. No, God, no. You don't want to bring that shit up. That's that's way too much baggage. My luck, she's bringing his ass to the funeral. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be bad. You know, it's like, you know, you, you just got separated, and, you know, your significant other's already on a date. I remember when I when I broke up with the last one, she's like, is there somebody else? I'm like, no, which was true. But obviously she didn't believe me because she, I catch her driving past my house and there was no reason for her to be anywhere near my house. Yikes. She didn't have any friends over there. She just, just seems like there's another car parked in the driveway. Like, mm. nope. So maybe there is that. more to the, like, staying away, away from your home base for certain things, though. That should be oh, taken. Yeah taken into consideration i guess it depends on what you want out of it i mean do you want like the whole nesting thing where you what you, you want to come home to the, a warm house and a warm bed or do you want to go out and have your fun and then come home to a quiet house see, and a screen house yeah see i want quiet like recently after talking to some people about, yeah, what are you going to do now? And I, my first thought was like, I want to sit in a hole in the dark with no one else around. There's something to be said for that, yeah. Yep. And I don't want to have to dig the hole myself. But I will. Because then it would be my hole. Your hole. Anybody got a hole they want to rent? I've got references. <laughs> you know, I actually, I actually had a landlady write me references one time because she loved me so much. And that did help me get my my new place to live. But I just, I only thought that happened like with condos or like respectable joints. But I don't know, apparently she liked me. I paid the rent on time and every once in a while I would take care of some stuff around the property for her. You know, which wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like anything major or heavy, but apparently that went a long way. You made a good cabana boy? No, I didn't go that far. I think she had a man. She just had real estate stuff that she'd play with. You know, it's just... Sometimes people you get landlords and they really don't take it seriously. It's more like a Barbie dollhouse. Yeah, I had the weird landlord that showed up a couple of times when I was I was gone and I came in and he was watching TV. Like, yeah, that's that's really illegal. Yeah. Anyway, what have we learned? What have we learned today? God, Um, we both like living alone. Both like living alone. Don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. Always have. If somebody gives you unsolicited advice, listen to it. If it's useful, take that shit and see if they're listening to it themselves, though. Yeah, nothing worse than a hypocrite. See, I can give a lot of advice with like what not to do because I've done it. But yeah, I'm not going to be the kind of person that's going to, you know, I can I can definitely advise you a whole bunch of ways to not fuck up your life. But yeah, you're the poster boy for that. (laughs) 
All right, so my self-esteem is exactly where it should be after another Radio Mofo podcast. Hey, it was a learning example. 